Anna Descartes, the show where we celebrate creativity and commerce. Today I am having the wonderful, the most hilarious, the part-time comedian, Colin McIntosh of Sheets and Giggles. If you don't know Sheets and Giggles, you are really missing out. They are the best sheets I have ever had in my life completely made of eucalyptus and bamboo. These products are saving the world by saving water, and they're providing all of us with some necessary comedy while we are buying our linens. So, Colin, welcome to the show. Thanks, Liz, I appreciate you having me here. And uh, quick clarification, it's just eucalyptus now. No, oh, no yeah, bamboo. No bamboo, yeah. Uh -huh. What, what yeah. was the decision? Uh, just bamboo uses a harmful solvent called uh, uh, carbon disulfide, and so we don't want to use that in our products. We are further saving the world. Yes, yeah, exactly. So you, yes. you were saving the world before, but now you're extra yes, saving yeah, the world. Yes, exactly, yeah, exactly. I got you. All eucalyptus, yeah. So, Colin, I want to take our viewers all the way back to when you first told me you were going to start a sheets company. You were one of the first people I told. I remember. Yeah. We went to yeah. lunch, uh -huh. and you had had a very interesting career doing everything from recruiting yep. to working at startups. Mm -hmm. And we are sitting down at lunch, and you say, I'm going to start a sheets company. Yep. And I said, I'm sorry, so what exactly is your experience in the betting industry? Zero. You had none. Yeah. What in the world compelled you to go after this opportunity? Um, so it's funny, yeah, you're right. I had worked at a hedge fund, I had been a recruiter, and then I had worked in B2B software, and then consumer electronics. So it was a very weird uh, career leading up to... Not a conventional journey. No home textiles, no nothing at all. Um, and basically, uh, I decided to start a bedsheets company because I had been laid off from my last company at 1 p.m. on a Monday. Uh, it feels really bad when that happens, uh, yeah. as everyone who's been laid off can tell you. You don't get last week's pay, you lose your health care, you have to buy back your computer <laughs> if you want to keep it. Um, and so I think three weeks later, I kind of just, I either went off the deep end or had a really brilliant idea. And I just decided that I was going to start a bedsheets company because the industry was massive, it was highly fragmented, there were uh, zero brand differentiation between any of the major players. And so I thought that could I build the most differentiated brand in the space? And, and that was kind of what, what led me down the path. So um, that's the strategic reason. The other reason is because Sheets and Giggles is a, a really good name. It's a really funny name. It, so. it really was this insight that was unique to you, I believe. And I, I often describe this as like a lottery ticket moment where sure. suddenly you scratch off an idea, you scratch an inch, and it's all sevens. Yeah, no, I, I, we got lightning in a bottle. Like I, I, my initial goal was to make three thousand bucks a month to pay my rent and eat a lot of pasta and like and tell everybody else to f off. <laughs> like and to, and I didn't have to worry about anybody else in the world. And then we did the Indiegogo. We had like a forty-five thousand dollar day one. I was like, oh shit. Uh, and then we had a three hundred thousand dollar thirty-day campaign. And we just really got a tiger by the tail and um, you know, kept building from there. So people really, really connected with the, the zaniness and the, you know, the really out there uh, brand in a space that's pretty boring. What I want to paint a picture of is when you got this idea of going after sheets, there were a lot of incumbent players. Tons, like, Br yeah. Yeah, brands yeah. like Brooklinen and Bowling Branch. Bowling Branch. Parachute, yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. and these brands were all sort of showing white sheets on a perfect bed in a perfect bedroom. There's a fern next to the bed, and there's a French press coffee on the edge of the bed. That's like a very dangerous place to put a French press coffee, but yes, all their content looks exactly like that. Exactly, yeah. but they had a visual aesthetic, right? Yeah. And you decided when you went to market with Sheets and Giggles, yeah. which 
by default is a funnier name, a sillier name. You decided to take a totally different approach to your creative. Uh -huh. You decided to take a totally different approach to the visuals. Describe for folks what that looked like. Uh, so I tend to build photo shoots around like a core idea or a core joke that I have in my head, like in my mind's eye. Then I could not get this image out of my mind's eye of me in between two other guys, both with beards, with avocado green face masks on, drinking red wine, just seemingly talking about their days. And so I built a whole photo shoot around that singular photo. That was the crown of the photo shoot. And it was a crazy photo shoot. We brought two by fours in the bedroom and we're sawing them in half for jokes about sawing logs, which means snoring, right? Like we had, you know, our models using circle saws, which is very dangerous. Uh, we we had, didn't turn them on, did yeah, we? No, yeah, we, yeah, we did turn them on. Yeah, sawdust, oh sawdust <laughs> flying in the bedroom. And like, it was crazy, it was insane. And like, and but the, I remember sitting in the background of the room, like looking at this and being like, we are gonna sell out of some sheets. I was just thinking, I don't know if I can curse on the show, you but can like, curse on okay, show. I don't know YouTube's algorithm or whatever. But so, but I basically like, I remember like looking at, especially Virginia, like sawing through the logs with sawdust kicking in the air and just thinking like, this is gonna crush. Because there's, there was, my one rule for our photo shoots, and I tell my team this even to this day, is if it's been done before, if it's been seen before, I don't want it. Mm -hmm. I don't want anything to come out of our photo shoots that you could you could look at and not know which company it comes from. Um, and we do have you know basic shots of the sheets and that sort of thing so people can see up close before they buy what they look like, the colors, that sort of thing. But um, the zanier the better and the more out there the better. Like and, and we've 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 done yoga in bed sheets, we've uh, ridden scooters around Denver in bed sheets. We've, uh, you know, <laughs> you had water balloon fights. We had water in balloon bed fights in bed sheets yes. with Suna. Yeah, we we had uh, for Fourth of July weekend sparklers in bed. We actually caught one of the bed sheets on fire. We did in I that photo this, shoot. Yes. Yeah, so it's been a core tenant since day one that like visually striking differentiation, that lightning rod. Because when you're talking about especially social media advertising you need to get somebody to stop what they're doing Correct. and and sit up straight and, and on often case scroll back up mm -hmm. and say what the hell did I just see and like that's that's the thing we subscribe to. What is so compelling about this to me is it really shows the opposite. It was the stark visual opposite of your competitors. Yeah. Right? You're still selling sheets. They're amazing sheets. They're they're, all, they're sheets. incredible sheets. Like right. they are the they are the best sheets you'll ever buy. <laughs> uh, but like but and they're sustainable and they're softer than cotton and they're more breathable and there's the pitch. But but they are just bed sheets. Yes. And because of that visual contrast between maybe some of the other competitors that you're seeing, it truly did speak to customers I think in a different way. So I Let's just run down who buys Sheets and Giggles. Uh, our customers are about 75% women and they're majority, I think like 55% millennial. And then men make up about 25% of our customers as well, uh, also mostly millennial men. So This runs counter, I think, to what a lot of people would expect. I believe that the comedy being integrated into the business, both in the visuals, but also in the copy and in the attitude of the brand, even down to, you know, this funny box yeah. that has pizza slices koalas. and koalas yeah. and, you know, a recycle. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this, everything about the brand is really designed around lightheartedness and, and comedy. Feel good, feel and good. And it feels good, yeah. it feels really good. How do you think that helped you with acquiring customers? I want people to have a big smile when they think about Sheets and Giggles, when they get in the bed at night, when they open their box, when they're on our website. 
Um, there's a strategic reason for that, right? Like people release dopamine when they're smiling and like it's like a really strong connection you're building with someone. But also like I just have a belief that people buy more things when they're happy. Um, mm. People will go out of their way to buy from you if you make them happy and they'll go out of their way to avoid buying from you if you make them miserable. Why the happiness is like key to everything, I think it's just because um, that's kind of like who, who I am, it's what I enjoy and brands voices have to be the founders voices and so if I was going to do something more serious or more educational or more um, somber it just wouldn't it wouldn't come out the same so um, yeah for me it, it's really a way to let my inner um, I don't know if I want to say inner child shine but like yeah it's definitely this is like the best parts of my personality without any of the worst parts. So yeah, this is this is me in a sense. Yeah. I think I can confidently say there are lots of best parts of your personality that don't have to do with your product. So. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. But let's let's pivot a little bit to the conversation around the business growing because you've grown extremely fast. This company has become a multi-million dollar company. That's I would, crazy. I would bet you are you're on Shopify, correct? Shopify, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would bet you're in the top tiers of Shopify sellers. We're top 1%. Top yeah. 1%. Yeah, I don't think they break it down too much further than that. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. So top 1% of Shopify stores. That happened in three years? Oh, we were top 1% like two years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, we went, we went for, for context, we went from zero to our first million dollar sales month in 24 months. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So kind of walk folks through what were some of the things, especially the creative choices that you made that allowed you to get to that upper echelon of success so quickly? We have like a brand guideline that's not too rigid, but like, you know, uh, sweet but not saccharine, uh, you know, funny but not uh, corny, like clever but not try hard, sarcastic but never biting. Mm. Um, and so there's like, there's different guardrails we put up around it. Uh, the creative choices for me always center around like what is going to get the biggest laugh um, because I think that you like you have a much longer attention span, lower bounce rate, um, and you have an opportunity to like talk to someone for longer. And I, I think that Americans get really bad rap for like short attention spans. I don't think people have short attention spans. I think people have short consideration spans. Will, and people like, are getting more discerning. There's right. so much more for them to digest. Exactly. And when there's more to digest, you have to be more discerning. Right, exactly. Like people will watch hour, multi-hours long videos, documentaries, movies. Like the attention's still very much there. It's just that if you don't hook somebody very quickly, then you lose them. And so for me, the comedy is really the hook. And if every, like it, it comes down to the copy as well. Like in the beginning, all I had was copy. I'm not a graphic designer. I'm not a videographer like you. I'm not a photographer. Um, and so all I had was copy. And right. so every line had to be like an absolute stitch. And so, and when you're, when somebody's reading and they're just like laughing and then laughing again, laughing, they will keep reading, keep scrolling. Our time on page was like way higher than anything I had ever seen before. Our conversion rates were commensurately higher. And it's because you give people an opportunity as you're making them laugh, you're also informing them about your product. And, yeah. and so that's, that's been, I don't like people who say like you have to keep content short or you have to keep it like keep it simple or whatever. I think people are smarter than they get credit for. I think that they're funnier than people get credit for. Yeah, shorter does not equal better. No. Uh, yeah. If bad is bad, no matter how long. Bad it is. is bad, no matter how long it is. Exactly. <laughs> like and good is good, no matter how long. That's it is. right. Like and as long as you can keep it going, like I think more content is better, for a number of reasons, right? Like SEO, discoverability, like conversion. But also, I think um, just in terms of like giving people that really strong brand affinity for even if they don't buy, 
they might leave and then tell somebody like you gotta check out this website like you have to see right. the social media account and that's that's what we want there's this funny aspect to your business though where i think comedy is actually very hard it is hard. It's super hard. It's not it's easy. It's insanely hard. So how do you keep it up? I mean, you've now introduced you've now introduced yeah. blankets. Very soon you're going to have mattresses. Right. You're going to have more products. So how do you keep the comedy going? My team is all very funny. Like we crack each other up. Like it's it's a constant riff on Slack. Uh, it's almost like we're writing sketch comedy and not really like we're writing content for a bedsheets company, which is exactly the way I want it. Like bedsheets bore me to tears. Our sheets are great. But like bed sheets in general bore me to tears, the whole industry. And so if you have this blank canvas of like it does not matter at all what you what you do, because who's gonna care if you screw up a bed sheets ad? Who's gonna care if you screw up a piece of bed sheets content or a social media post? Nobody's gonna care. It's not it's the least serious thing in the world, right? It's a very impactful thing, like you can, you know, really change your sleep cycles with it but it's not serious. And so for me, that's very freeing because we can kind of be the Seinfeld of brands where we're a brand about nothing. One day we talk about, you know, uh, all the trees that we planted, one per order, tens of thousands of trees in reforest areas. The next day we can talk about how amazing our sheets are versus cotton, lower coefficient of friction, more breathable. And the next day we can post a SpongeBob meme. And the next day we're back to talking about the $28,000 we donated to cancer charities last Black Friday. The brand is never boring. It's always, it's always something different every day. Yeah. What's your gut say about what's, ne what's next? How will you preserve Sheets and Giggles? I, I have, so it's been four and a half years since I founded the company, which is crazy to think about. It's mm -hmm. been just over three years since we shipped our first box, three, about three and a half years. I have like an abundance mentality. I, I think that there are enough people in, in the US, across the world, who will resonate with this brand to where we can have millions of customers um, and millions of people who who like really pick up what we're putting down um, before we have to say, okay, well, how do we reach more people? And I don't even know if we ever want to do that because what I want is a, is a core audience of people who really get what we're doing, who are really big in the sustainability, who are really big in the comedy, who like brands who do good and have fun at the same time and want to support those companies and be a part of that company's journey. And then I want to give them mattresses, give them pillows, give them towels, give them nighttime apparel, branch into daytime apparel, like go into curtains and rugs. You can make everything textile, home textile or apparel textile sustainably out of eucalyptus trees. Uh, we're gonna branch into other sustainable fabrics as well. Hemp uh, is next up for us probably in terms of curtains. Um, and so that type of, I, th I think, uh, long-term uh, business building where it's more about like the retention of the customers you have and giving them more of what you've really promised them and, cr and crushed for them already is better than like constantly going out and trying to mine millions of people who don't resonate with what mm. you built because then you're kind of turning your back on the people who who bought in to what you were building. Sure. And I never, I never want to do that. I want to have a very close relationship with the people that buy into this. So, Colin, you have accomplished so much. I think you've ultimately proven that, in fact, puns do scale. So if, if someone wants to purchase your sheets or purchase your other products, look at that camera over there and tell them what they should do. Uh, you should just Google Sheets and Giggles. You'll find us. Uh, that's <laughs> that's it, it, the end. <laughs>
<laughs> Colin is so confident in his marketing that he is not even worried about whether or not you're going to find his yeah, company. Yeah, exactly. Or you can go, this is the coolest URL that we own. You can go to amazon.com slash sheets. That's, I That's love, pretty I good. I love that we own that That's URL. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, sheetsgiggles.com, all the things. Yeah, so just Google Sheets and Giggles, you'll find us. If you like this video, please like and share this video. If you found what Colin said helpful, use his tips, be brave in your business, maybe you know, infuse some comedy if you're actually funny. Or not, whatever. <laughs> or not. <laughs> and of course, we really appreciate if you would subscribe to this channel. Thank you so much, Colin, for being this here. This is the most fun interview I've ever done, and no surprise. So yeah, thanks, Thank you. I could do it. All right. Thank you.